With so many different platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and their purposes evolving daily, navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Cupco. Social media. Social media. Social media. Social media. Really sucks. Where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media. Hi, I'm your host, Haura, and welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast. Today, we will be talking about how Meta will change the social connection. And with me, I have our CEO and social media wizard slash expert, wow. Chris Governess. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's setting the bar pretty high. Uh, hi, how's everybody doing? And on the other side, uh, and by the way, Chris is joining from uh, New York City, and there's a story behind that. And in the Copenhagen office, I have our lead strategist, Andy Damian. Hey, everyone. All right. So today's topic is about uh, Meta, and we're focusing specifically on uh, the digital avatars. It might be a bit hard to already imagine how each one of us will have a digital avatar in the future. Uh, but we're starting an early conversation about that. And today we're going to focus about the digital social identity and why it will matter for us. Um, and I will leave the, yeah, Chris and Andy to explain to us uh, why we will need an avatar in the first place on the on Metaverse. Oh, okay, so the first question Andy. is the first question then why we will need an avatar. Yes. Okay. Like, I think um, yes. it, it's a pretty simple reason is because we want to identify ourselves no matter where we are. We want to be identifiable and we want people to be able to, by any chance, uh, they overcome us again in that huge space that the metaverse will be, uh, sort of know who we are and, and, and what we might be identified based on. I think there's quite a lot of like evolutionary stuff that goes as deep as, you know, different types of biases and stigmas uh, that are all connected to how we are identifying ourselves, how we are aiming to be perceived by others, and then how um, we are perceiving others as well. I think these identific uh, identificational factors, um, such as the avatars, uh, will make it much easier for us to understand who we are talking to and perhaps even understand if we want to talk to that person. Yes. Yeah, I think it's also maybe it's like in real life, you always want to see the face behind a certain voice or someone and like having a profile photo on your CV or any social media platform. Otherwise, you might look like a creep creeping around on the digital space. Yeah, I think I think especially as the digital uh, era is advancing, like not having a profile photo became one of the, you know, first red flags. And imagine how that would be in the metaverse yes. when you are just like a blank, like, I don't know, white human body or I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but people will have that skin, right? Like there will be, I think what's interesting is that like, we've always had a digital persona or digital, like not always, but since the invention of the internet. I mean, even on chat forums, like the first, you know, stuff, everyone you know, you had a, a profile name or you had a profile icon and, and your choice there was sort of an expression of who you want to be or who you are. And that, that hasn't really changed now with sort of the metaverse. It's just getting deeper and deeper. And, and you could even say like social has been going this way for a while, right? Because we all present 
something, some sort of version of ourselves online, um, you know, now with the sort of metaverse, you're able to digitize it even more. So it's not necessarily, you know, a, a photo or an illustration, but it's a 3D version avatar of what you want to be or perceived as. And that's like just the next level. Yes. Have you guys seen the video that um, Mark Zuberg, um introduced when he introduced Metaverse? It was like a glimpse of how it will look like. Yeah. And it looked like almost like an identical real version of him, like his virtual 3D avatar. It looked so real. Right. But I don't yes. think it's going to I don't think the majority of things is going to be that. Like, I think the majority will be, you know, versions of yourself that are like enhanced. extra. Yeah, extra enhanced. Like, and also, why would you? I mean, obviously, for your life, like, you'll have separations. So you'll just like you have a different persona on Instagram, or you're maybe a different persona on your Facebook, depending on which universe you're in, you will decide, like, okay, if I'm on this, like, more gaming more sort of something free time type of thing i might put on my like you know jacked robot uh ninja uh afro version of myself and that's, that's a cool that's insight me. i think yeah i think like you will choose different <laughs> avatars based on the universe you're exploring and, and in based on that and, and we see that already like my you know how i act on linkedin is much different than i act on Instagram or Facebook or and that'll be the same with the metaverse and you'll just choose a different skin That's crazy. Yes. Wouldn't you say that's what's yeah. gonna happen? Yeah, yeah I'm just thinking about it and the more uh, more I thought about it, it the more it made sense and that's why I was like That's crazy, but it's true. I think that's exactly what's gonna happen It's already yeah. sort of happened, right? Like if we look at some of the virtual rooms and the things like that like people are building themselves out in a different way than they present themselves yeah. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, I think it's going to be just interesting that like, what are going to be then the factors that are, are sort of like dictating, like also, for example, for on like, let's say on, on virtual teams rooms, like you need to be this like more professional avatar of yourself, but, but how can people tell if, if, you know, if that is actually more professional, like, how are we going to set up these standards? That's maybe my question. I think more for the future. Um, I think it's going to be quite well, interesting. That'll just get blurry, more blurry and blurry. Like if we take the professional life, I mean, take 30, 40 years ago, like if you weren't in a suit and tie working at a company, you weren't like people were like, if you show up in a t-shirt and jeans, people be like, who is this Yahoo? But nowadays like t-shirt and jeans like business casual is sort of standard right and it'll be yeah. the same in the in the sort of virtual world where we'll you know eventually it'll be all buttoned up like you'll be on facebook you'll be in like linkedin metaverse and you'll be like all buttoned up and like quite you know maybe business casual like representation of the times but then time will pass and it'll be like people will show up in their you know world of warcraft orc suits and they'll imagine be like, imagine forgetting to set your avatar to your professional one and you just like show up and like you you're this like mega jack yeah, robot this, <laughs> this will happen like this this is we've seen that in real life and we'll see it in you know we'll see it in because people show up with like you know their tattoos or showing like 40 years ago if i was like in a, a, a business meeting with a ceo and i had my 
tattoos out, people would be like, this guy is a sailor or he's a criminal. Um, <laughs> but now like I can, I can be yeah. in a boardroom with, with high powered CEOs and board members and it's no problem. It's the same yeah. with the virtual yeah. world. Cool. It's like new norms, new ways of doing things that normalize yeah. Um, yeah, new things. And that actually leads to my next question. Um, that when we're going to have these different avatars or maybe one avatar but different styles, I guess it's going to depend on, on the person if they want to be or become different avatars in Metaverse or be the same person but dress differently and embody these different personality as what you mentioned before, Chris. Um, but why, I mean... We know like from our real life that we do care about how we look like and how we represent ourselves, even if we are among our family, friends or work. And how are we gonna, yeah, how are, why would our digital identity matter online? And like what the science behind it from a consumer behavior perspective, maybe. I mean, yeah, I mean, if I would need to take a crack at this one, um, I would be probably looking towards how we are always trying to identify ourselves related to certain categories or, or you could say tribes or, or, or social circles, uh, depending on either where we are coming from or where we are headed to. Um, and I think this is also like why we are going to, to go in this direction also with our avatars or you could say. I think it's essentially about signaling and um, and I think signaling is, is always just going to be something like super very much rooted in our in our own psyche um, and very dependent on on what do we want to actually portray. And I think this is also why I think these digital avatars are going to be tricky because you could essentially almost um, if it's not going to be exclusive enough you could essentially almost portray yourself as anything. And, it's, and, it, and for example, if I'm just like starting with like the example of NFTs, it could be quite crazy to see that like maybe in the future it's going to be, you know, like the us, like normal people looking completely normal in this digital world. And it's going to be like the super exclusive, like top 10% of people, let's say, who could actually, you know, afford themselves to have like a 3D board uh, ape avatar or something like crazy but also super cool and that would be also sort of like virtue signaling that like hey listen i'm like up here yeah i think you're right i think like psychologically people have always wanted to you know they buy or they wear stuff like even if we look at old you know anthropological studies on tribes you know the jewelry that you wear or the garments that you have have signaled your status and your occupation and your craft and whatever it is that you are. Um, so we've always used that as a, as a human race. And I think it's not going to be much different in the virtual world. What I think is, and, and also we already do that sort of today in some ways from showing off our sort of digital assets. The NFT thing is a good example, right? Where people are showing off that they have a board ape or they have a whatever they have. We also see that on a smaller scale, for example, when people do their sort of Spotify wrap up, right? They're showing, it's not even their own assets. It's just what they listen to, what they consume from a digital media standpoint is virtue signaling or, or, or value signaling to say, 
hey, this is what I'm interested in. This is what I listen to. Look how cool I am or look how different I am or look at whatever it is. Right. So we already kind of we do a lot of that stuff already today. Um, what I think is going to be interesting from a NFT standpoint and where I think we're going to get uh, some cool things come out is like making garments or making apparel or making a shoe or making a jewelry or making a car in the physical world is tough. Like I can't go out and make my own. I can go out and make my own motorcycle, but it would take me months and months and months and I don't have the expertise. However, with digital technologies, I can make myself a 3D bike pretty easy. In fact, today I could go out and get three-dimensional mock-ups of anything that I want. If I want a helicopter, I could go out and get a 3D rendering of a helicopter and do whatever I want to it, painted, do like crazy shit. It's the same with sort of digital clothing in some ways. The the sort of like barrier to entry is really low when it comes to digital asset creation. And we can see that also with NFTs, like they're just being created with an algorithmic formula that is just like, hey, take this pair of sunglasses and this you know, this picture of an ape and this picture of that and this and like basically blend it all together and give me 40,000 different permutations of it. So I think what's interesting is like, yes, there's going to be these like ultra class things. That's like, do you buy this pair of Nikes produced by Nike, authorized by Nike, crypto chain, blockchain um, approved, or do you make your own stuff? And I think there's going to be a, a much bigger sort of makers community or makers sort of thing that's going to uh, explode because people will just be like, but I don't need to sew the fabric. I don't need to. I can just build these things using my own mind and the digital tools that I have that almost everybody has nowadays. I don't have to go buy a sewing machine. I don't even know how to use it. So I think like that's that's where I think things get really cool in the, the virtual world, which I think we'll see explosions of the creator economy of digital um, wearables, yeah. if you want to call it that. I think we already see that all, also like with like the advan the advancement of of you know being content driven <clears throat> already on like a societal level. Because I think now, if you're a creator, you can sort of like build up um, somewhat of a following. And then nowadays, I think what we see more and more is that if you actually have a following that sort of already tells people that like, okay, this person is like better to be friends with. And then I think it's, you know, okay, so this is kind of weird, but like back from the times when I had um, been sort of like actively trying to grow my following. And I think maybe this is something that you also experienced, Chris, but it's quite crazy that if you have sort of like a larger network or larger following, some people would try to sort of like be more friendly with you in, in, in ways. So yeah, it's social status, right? Like people yeah, want it, to yes, be it's social status. I think that's the, the cheerleaders. If we're talking about like a really, you know, stereotypical, uh, teenage, you know, Hollywood movie, Everyone wants to be friends with the, the cheerleader popular and the ones. quarterback <laughs> yeah. and the, the popular kids because they have some sort of yeah. social clout. And I think this... Right, it's the same thing online. Yeah, and the, and this is exactly going to feed into, I think, how social status will evolve and, and what it is going to be based on. Would you guys um, 
I mean, it might be difficult to, like, for me now, I cannot imagine myself being a board ape, like, 3D board ape. Um, I think I would rather stay like myself uh, on the digital space. I would be a board ape. But would you, would you, yeah, I was, that was my question. Like, would you be one of these, uh, like, weird characters um, online? Yeah, yeah, I'd be, like, somebody from The Witcher or... <laughs> Chris The Witcher. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. I mean... But like I said, it's only in certain spaces. I think like that's where you get to play yeah. around with. I mean, what's interesting is like there's people think that your identity is sort of solid and 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 that you know I think it's a fluid concept yeah. of, of who you are and it is like ever changing as we grow and we as develop and as we and also who we are with our parents versus who we are with our friends or who we are with our you know, teachers or who we are with our colleagues, we're all, you know, permutations of ourselves and in different ways, like we, we bring out certain things. And I wouldn't say we're different, but we're, you know, we might be more, you know, quiet or not as uh, boisterous with our family because, you know, we, we don't want to overshadow somebody in the family or we don't want to, whatever it is, like, and then with our friends, we might be extremely outgoing and really, you know, the, the party, the party goer. So, you know, we all have these facets of ourselves and I think that's how we're going to play out in, in the digital life as well. We're going to choose what, what mask am I wearing today? So yeah. Depending. Yeah. On I think, I mean, I also know some things change. Like I, of course, now I do not maybe dress the same way as I did 10 years ago or when I lived in another country versus living now in Denmark. So it's also my surroundings that influence how I, yeah, yeah, how I dress or how I look to some extent, of course. And so there would be this balance of me and the society. Um, and maybe now to me, it, it, I cannot imagine myself as a board ape or anything else, but I think also perhaps not only for me, for other people, the more we get into the metaverse and the more we get used to interact with other different characters, the more we would also think it's normal to be these different characters. Yeah. I think yeah. what's going to be interesting is also like relationship building in the metaverse as well. And like, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, online dating already exists like with chat and stuff like that, but then it's going to be obviously these are already happening virtual dates and actually Roblox um, kind of got hit a few weeks ago with the fact that, I mean, it's a kid's game and there's some activity in there that's clearly adult activity. And I don't really want to unpack all of it today on the podcast, but for yourselves listening, go take a look at the news on Roblox and adult content. I mean, these sort of virtual you know relationships are happening and then they're going to happen even more and I'm, I'm interested to see also like are we going to have the first marriage in the metaverse in the next coming years are we going to have the first whatever like i have no idea the first divorce <laughs> in the metaverse happening in the next few years uh so this is i mean this is it's new territory it's it's very exciting but it's also yeah uh, yeah and from a yeah. consumer standpoint there's also just going to be tons of services that you can buy and, and things that are, you know, related to the metaverse. If, you know, somebody, you want somebody to build you a house in the metaverse, they will do that. You want somebody to clean your house in the metaverse. I don't know if it needs cleaning, but it, it probably will. I mean, I think there's also going to be yeah. digital trash. 
Like somebody will come in your house and like or dump trash on your Clean lawn. Clean like, <laughs> Yeah, I need this cleaned up. Someone dumped, you know, digital French fries on my yard, and I don't want to spend three hours cleaning it up because it's gonna happen. Like it's it's so crazy, but yeah, it, it will. It happen. might be might become even easier to scam people when it comes to finding a date in metaverse. I don't know, but <laughs> it's already happening now. <laughs> Yes. And now you would meet an avatar that looks a certain way, and you don't know how the person in real life looks like. But, uh, I, but I also will care in the future. <laughs> I think like like that's what's also interesting is that we. So might the relationship get... would live online only, and perhaps mm, not ever in real life. I don't know. Yeah, or have also, double. <laughs> yeah, but it also could be like, you know, the person's personality has to then be. You have to really, because you will know that this is not them in reality, right? So it's you, ha you have to be attracted to their what they say and and what they do and who they are, and so that's also kind of interesting, right? As we we move in that direction, it's yeah. actually going to be less focused on maybe your per like how you look. It, social status will still play a part of it because it'll still be like, oh, I'm I'm dating this. Um, bored ape guy and i know he's rich because he's got a bored ape skin you know what i mean or I, i'm dating this uh this girl and i i know she's she's rich because she's got this whatever skin yeah. <laughs> you know like it's so crazy but it's it's gonna yeah, it happen. Like, it's already happening it is um Sorry, we went off topic uh, there but Yes, no, but it's, I mean, because um, eventually I think many aspects of life are also going to be transferred to metaverse. Uh, like you would have a house, friends, parties, and maybe also travel into different destinations together with your friends or whomever um, you want to do that with on metaverse. So, yeah, I guess a big part of life is going to be there. But then also from a psychological perspective, it's also the question how it will affect people because reality is invertible so we would still be living reality versus metaverse and if we have everything we actually want it but cannot have it in real life and then on metaverse we are maybe this happy person but when we are off metaverse maybe not because we don't have all but these i think things. it's not necessarily just with the metaverse that's something that is i think widespread across social media already you never know I, I keep on telling people like you never know what's the difference between someone's real life and what they are portraying uh, of themselves on social and then reality in itself and now that you brought up the psychological perspective I think reality is so different from person to person because we are all essentially living our own realities it's kind of crazy if you if you want to go down this rabbit hole which i would suggest not to do for just purely the length of this podcast but um yeah i think we're getting philosophical folks on the social media sucks yeah podcast. i mean i think there there will be some definite need for counseling on uh, on on the metaverse and and the the mental health issues it will it will raise yeah we already see social yeah. media people, yeah right? and it's it's a huge topic yeah, I assume so. Um, Chris, I have a question to what you mentioned before that um, there we, there are, we know already that our brands on Metaverse like Nike, Adidas and also some luxury brands like Gucci and others. Yeah. And um, if, if it's going to be so easy for people to create their own items online and and then there are the brands, 
how do you guys like what what are your opinions or prediction of the consumer brand relationship on metaverse will people continue to buy digital items or yeah would that be maybe a competitive space between creators and brands i think brands will need to step it up i think also just like to tie back to what chris said uh, and it's really great that you brought this back because i, I i'm also super curious to see what uh, what chris says about it but i think I think the power of brands essentially will start decreasing. Oh, you think, think so? so. Hey? Um, I, I don't know. I, yeah. Okay, so this is a really good, good question. And I, I don't know the answer necessarily, but I think we have seen brands play a big, big part in our lives. It is the signal valuing. It is the sort of like, okay, I'm wearing this, therefore I you know, attribute to this tribe. And that's, you know, across the board, we, we see that. Um, and I don't think it's going away anytime soon. But what I do think is, is the, the faking of digital, like the faking of those products, those brands will increase. And the, the issue will be how does a brand fight that in the metaverse, because you could literally i mean when you talk about digital copies i mean that's that's a big issue i mean like when we looked at for example if you just look at the music industry the invention of napster the invention of the mp3 was basically the starting point of digital asset copying and we didn't have that sort of before right so it was it, it became way easier to uh steal copyrighted material and I don't think that's with the metaverse. I don't think that's, I think that's just going to increase that because essentially you could make something that looks like a pair of Nikes or looks like a Lamborghini because your ability to make those things is much easier. And I mentioned that before about sort of the creator economy of digital assets is going to explode because people will be able to create things without having to own physical you know, sewing machines and physical leather work tools and all that, you don't need those. So I think what we're going to see is like brands are going to fight this similar to how uh, the music industry had to fight Napster. They're going to have to get lawsuits in place. Like they, they'll be, it'll go crazy because people, brands will basically be like, well, our brand identity is just being, or our brand uh, equity is just being eroded because of all these digital copies of our gear in the metaverse, how do we control this? How do we do something about this? And they'll have to sort this out. And I think it's going to be probably one of the biggest topics about the metaverse in the next coming years is this brand equity discussion from every single brand on the planet. And I think the music industry is going to be like, we told you, we saw this coming. You guys did nothing about it. And now we're all fucked. <laughs> I think they're going to say that because it's exactly what happened to the music industry. And then there's going to have to be extra services like Spotify and iTunes and, and like that popped up to to facilitate the purchase of these things while still keeping it real and then managing royalties. And it'll be the same with, you know, clothing, like which will be interesting for brands is like if somebody's wearing your gear in the metaverse, you will get a royalty not just the sale, but you'll get a royalty on that because they're out there sort of in the real world and you can measure it because you know it's on them 
and you know that they're in the metaverse, therefore we have a way of tracking these royalties. So that's going to be super interesting for brands as well, where they go to a royalties sort of purchasing sort of thing versus a, you know, buy this one time thing. So it, because it'll be too expensive for people because of the costs of actually litigation and managing the reality of is this an actual Nike or a, you know, Armani suit or whatever it is that that person's wearing in the universe, in the metaverse. So I think the method, the, the model of business will actually change significantly to accommodate this. Cool. Maybe also, maybe like some of the policies or the ways that we're doing things in real life, maybe that will also be transferred to metaverse. Like you would also go, go to um, the Nike store and get yourself a pair of shoes. I also, as far as I understood from my research, that you can actually also transfer pictures and products from your physical world to the metaverse. So you might also transfer items you have into digital items that you could wear and interact with brands maybe also a bit similar way to the real world like you go and shop and buy things but maybe yeah that would be the cryptocurrency or something else i mean it's a mystery we don't know how things are gonna be exactly how we will interact with brands in the future and yeah. i'm assuming it's not gonna be as maybe as easy to create something yourself maybe there is a like some specifics or something some special things to do to be an entrepreneur on metaverse instead of buying from yeah. other brands but i think any virtual products like or or physical products you buy nowadays will also give you the metaverse option like that'll yeah. happen yeah. in the next few years where yeah you buy this car you buy this house you buy this whatever it is and here's your here's your metaverse nft version um that's what's that's kind of interesting and then you could either hold on to that or you could sell it the only the only real issue that i have though is when it's tied to cryptocurrencies is that you know it's not a solid foundation for goods and services because it is such a fluctuating price tag right so actually having a marketplace that is reliable is really tough on any current cryptocurrency right now because the price of bread today in the metaverse might go from one cryptocurrency whatever that is to 10 the next day and it's like well i can't afford bread in the metaverse anymore like the the inflation rates and the differences from day to day is just too chaotic like you can never have a reliable marketplace um, and you can, based on that as well, you can never have a reliable system of work, and then you can never have a reliable system of government within the metaverse because the currency is fluctuating so much that policy and and sort of um, yeah day to day life is not possible. So it, I really worry about it being tied to cryptocurrency. I think there will have to be come a time where cryptocurrency is more tied to physical real world currency or um, altogether sort of removed and it's only real world currency that's used in the metaverse. Yes. Sorry, yeah. that's a little boring, but. 
No, um, it's super interesting. There's a lot of mystery, and we don't know how things are really how they will fold out. What kind of policies and rules will live on metaverse? How the actual interaction so far? Many are predicting and sharing their opinions and how things are going to be, but no one knows how the reality on digital is going to be in the end, and we don't know how soon um, that is going to happen. Uh, we would also like to hear that from our viewers and listeners. Uh, what are your opinions and feedback to this? And will you also be coming to Metaverse as a 3D board ape or a lion or something else, or maybe just yourself? Um, share those things with us. <laughs> I like I'm making it. Can I make my avatar look Probably like Andy? <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Uh, that's going to be interesting because people are already impersonating celebrities that look alike. Maybe on Metaverse it's going to be even easier to just copy paste. Yeah, I got a so sell out. If you want to look someone. like me, 10 bucks. 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get the laugh down. That's, can you train yeah, me? Yeah, I think I got to actually start recording audio that you can, like, with a keyboard or with, like, a special key, just, like, play and just, like, sort of have to, like, that's mimic laughing. I'm already ca okay. I, I see. I see. All right. I already see models for making money on this. I love. I love this discussion already. Thanks, guys. <laughs> you can buy the model skin. You can be like, you could be Paris Hilton for a day. Yeah. Two hundred dollars. Yeah. Who knows everything? We don't know yet. Um, Selling yes. identities. That's a. That's kind of a cool yeah, idea. I only wish it wouldn't be sort Dangerous. of like a criminal activity. <laughs> No. no, but it could be like you yeah. could like obviously, you know, you wouldn't be the real LeBron James, but you'd look like him for a day. Oh, like subscription-based identities. Ooh. Okay, you're mm -hmm. taking it too far, guys. Now we're thinking, dude. <laughs> There's something to it. We should. Uh, we should. This is the business yeah. model. This is the new business. I like model. that now. In every every podcast episode, we just keep on coming up with new business ideas. We should keep. We should keep this going. <laughs> I will yeah. keep a journal to uh, for cool. all of the ideas in case you run out of business. You have the next idea in mind. <laughs> yes. Well, we have reached the end of this episode. Thank you all for watching and listening. Please share your feedback with us, likes, and remember to subscribe if you want more content like this. If you guys have final words, feel free no to share. No final words. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Be good Thank yourself you. in the metaverse and outside of the metaverse. Think about your signaling. Yes. Thanks, everybody. See you. Bye. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>